Hold on, Mr. Araki. Araki Sensei. Araki Senpai. I beg to differ. Can you hear me, though? You can't. You're in another country. It's cool. I still respect you. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Chuck West, and welcome back to yet again another episode of the Anime Storytelling Podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, a very special thank you and a very special welcome. This is the podcast in which we discuss how anime, anime music, and everything else in between can inspire us to become better storytellers and to create better stories. In case you don't know, the music you're hearing in the background is called Jojo Sono Chino Sadame, which is one of the opening themes to Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. And if you watch anime, even if you haven't seen this one, you're aware of its existence. It's a pretty popular show. The creator of the show was a man by the name of Hirohiko Araki, who originally wrote the story as a manga back in the 80s, and was also nice enough in recent years to write a book about manga in theory and practice, which is actually the name of the book. Now, Mr. Araki has certain views on how to write a good story, and it's hard to go against one of the greats, but Mr. Araki actually said something that I don't agree with, and I'm not bringing this up to, to suggest that I'm better than him or that I know better than him, but rather because I want to hear you guys' voices and opinions and ideas on what he's saying here. In his chapter about story writing, he has a section called Hitting Walls, a Failing Pattern. I'm going to go through this little excerpt as quickly as possible, but I need to go through a couple of paragraphs just to get the point across. And I quote, So then, what about the pattern where the protagonist is on a positive trajectory, then hits a wall and loses, and takes a step back just once? I think this is also no good. Now he's still talking. I'm going to switch to an example from film, specifically Kick-Ass 2 a sequel to the 2010 movie about a geeky boy who tries to become a real-life superhero. This is still Mr. Araki's words. One character whom I particularly liked was a superhero called Hit Girl. But in the sequel to the popular film, Hit Girl gives up crime fighting and returns to normal life. A story like that will only irritate viewers, who will think, Go back to being Hit Girl. We don't want to see you not be Hit Girl. Everyone knows you're going to go back to being her at the end. As expected, she does return to her vigilante persona at the end, but all that does is bring her back to square one, and that's hardly exciting to watch. I think the creators of that movie probably wanted to show her going through normal adolescent troubles, but they should have found a way to include these elements with her still moving forward as a character. No matter how hard it may be to come up with such an idea, that work is necessary. <coughs> Pardon me. Still Araki. <laughs> If you end simply at the beginning, the viewers will just think, so what? Perhaps a dip in the character's arc might have been alright if she had grown even further before the end. But the movie reaffirmed my belief that a sequel has to keep moving in a positive direction if there is to be a chance of it surpassing the original. Okay, end quote. Now, here's where I disagree. Because I've seen examples of characters face a loss, they disappear 
come back not necessarily stronger than they were before they left. And I didn't feel as though... I didn't feel the whole so what dialogue in my head. I didn't feel the the idea that, oh, this is just a waste of a waste of story. Um, the character not being there is just making me annoyed. No, no, I don't think so. I'll give an example. I'll give two, actually. One where I think Mr. Araki is way off, and one where, you know, maybe a little more questionable. Now, I use Dragon Ball Z a lot, but since it's such a well-known series, I'm going to go with that. Let's think about the end of the Cell Saga, right? At the end of the Cell Saga, even though Cell is defeated, Vegeta decides that he's not going to fight again. He says, quote, I'm never fighting again. Now, why does he do this? He does this because Goku died in the process of beating Cell. And as we all know, Vegeta's main goal in the series is to become stronger than Goku, a.k.a. Kakarot. So that he can be the prince of all Saiyans, the best of all Saiyans. You know the drill. And so he leaves for a little while. And he returns in one of the Dragon Ball Z OVAs. Uh, I can't remember if it was the Bojack OVA or if it was one of the Broly OVAs. I think it was Broly. But either way, there was never a point where I was thinking to myself, so what, this is all a waste. Now, granted... I did know that Vegeta was going to come back eventually because people loved Vegeta and they knew that Vegeta would have to come back if the story of Dragon Ball Z was going to continue. But here's the thing. It didn't bother me. Even though I knew he was coming back, I immediately became curious. I said to myself, huh. I wonder how and when he's going to come back. I'm sure it'll, it'll be I'm sure it'll be at a point when he's needed most. But when will that be? It just sparked curiosity in me, not frustration. This is why I wonder about what Araki is saying. Is it really that bad to hit a wall, lose, take a step back just once? Is that always a bad thing? Anyway, I really do want to hear what you guys think about this. Because I believe it's the how and the when that is more important than the what. Even if we know he's going to come back, he or she, no matter who the character is. I think what makes it exciting is the how and the when. If we look at anime like Outlaw Star, it's kind of predictable how Jean is going to defeat Hazanko. Even though I'd hate to say it because Outlaw Star is my favorite anime, it's pretty predictable that Jean is going to beat Hazanko using either the caster gun, the Outlaw Star, or both. And as it turned out, both the caster gun and the Outlaw Star played a part in defeating Hazanko. So I will say, because I knew the how... Of Hazanko's defeat. That's what made me go. Um, Alright well I'll just wait for it to happen. You know. Now I understand this is not the same as a character. Hitting a wall. And then disappearing for a while. And starting at square one. But again. The context of when and how. 
to me is more important than the what, even if you know what the what is. We know that a protagonist is going to prevail. They almost always do. But how and when is the question. Anyway, give me your thoughts, guys. And Mr. Araki, no matter what, I still respect your work.